0: hey cuties welcome to another episode of Mimi said what I'm Mimi Robinson and this is my show where I have unfiltered girlfriend chatter with a dose of entertainment and a side of pop culture I'm a dope-ass black woman who happens to be a wife a mom and still have a life of my own First off, before I give you your Mimi update, let me start off by saying, happy birthday to Mimi Said What? That's right, the podcast turned one years old on yesterday. Insert applause and dramatic excitement, Okay, so that's that part. That also means that Mimi Said What is officially in season two, so, you are tuned in to season two episode one all right okay so now that we've gotten all of that out of the way let's get to (laughs) our Mimi update first of all my weekend was fucking incredible incredible um I guess I could go ahead and give that to you now up front I guess I will There's no sense in waiting. Um, Okay, so yesterday was October 18th and your girl turned 40 fucking wonderful. Okay, so I told (laughs) y'all on the last podcast episode that I had asked my husband to plan my birthday for me for about a month ago. I mean, about a month ago and I gave him no details. I just asked him to make it special. And either I was going to be really, really excited or extremely disappointed. And I promised that I would report back. So this is me reporting back. And I am beyond thrilled to say he did a fucking amazing job. Amazing. So my 40th birthday was really, really shitty and underwhelming and nothing like what I would have liked for it to be. So this has more than made up for it. And bonus that it took place during the pandemic. So I know for a lot of people, their birthdays have been lackluster because of the uh, the pandemic. Nope, that's not my story. Okay, so let's get into it. So um, the first part, so okay, there was a, a two-day surprise. I don't know how long they've been planning this. I want to say maybe a week, but... I can't remember based on the previous conversations (laughs) but this is how it went down so uh, my best E.T. asked to take me to brunch on Saturday which is the day before my birthday and I said okay fine sure Liz, sis loves to eat. Okay. I'm not going to say no to food So boom she knows the desires of my heart and she's like they got good food We can eat outside. So I have only had carry out food or to go food I've not been to a restaurant even though I know some of them have opened back up Um, so there was that part. So I was like, okay now I didn't ask for any details Or anything. I was just like, all right, we're gonna eat outside boom So the weather had been decent. It had been a nice fall kind of days. And then the shit took a turn for the worse. And it got cold. Like the high for last week was like in the 60s. And I was like, what the fuck? So the only thing I had to talk about, (laughs) which is really it's even funnier to me in hindsight, right? Because I I was oblivious to what was going on is that I was like, oh my God, it's going to be cold. What am I going to wear, right? I got new clothes hanging up in the closet. Shit I done bought during the pandemic, right? But it's just hanging because I'm not going anywhere. So I'm like, okay, this is my chance, right? I'm going to get all cute, put some makeup on, clean up these eyebrows, you know, get off the mustache, all that stuff, right? And I was like, but it's going to be cold. What am I going to wear? How am I going to be cute and comfortable and warm in the cold? That was my only gripe. But I I would comment on it to my bestie, T, and then my bestie, Chrissy. But that was kind of it. So she was like, me, this is Chrissy now. She's like, me, what you got planned for your birthday? And I was like, nothing much. I asked Ro to plan something. And um, T wants to take me to brunch. So boom, okay. Like, that's it. That's all. And I was like, but it's going to be fucking cold outside. <laughs> Ugh, I'm such a dick, I swear. Um, It's going to be cold outside, so I don't know what I'm going to wear. So that was it. So like... I have no I was gonna say I got my clothes out early so I had bought this black dress now I wanted to do a photo shoot because I need some new fall pictures and that didn't happen but if I had gotten a chance to do the shoot there were a few outfits I had in mind that I was going to use the shoot you know wear in the shoot and so I ended up wearing this black dress I bought from Target it's like one of those really big and flowy dresses it's really cute think kind of like an old school baby doll dress but it's uh, made out of not a stretchy cotton more like a cotton like a dress shirt so really fluffy forgiving for the brunch that I was ready to put down and all of that so I decided to wear that it's just all black I accented it with a gold high waist belt high enough over the goat up uh, the goat the gut so it made it more empire style so I could freely eat you know without restriction <laughs> or not being able to breathe and so because it was cold as shit i was like okay i'll just throw on a pair of jeans so i put on some distressed crop jeans under it put on some fishnet socks and put on i uh, i'm a sneakerhead did y'all know that anyway um so i put on my uh nike air max ones the style is called wild pairs is it yes nike uh air max one at most wild pairs so they're, like, all made out of, like, fur or some shit. And it's, like, leopard print and all this stuff. Perfect. Nice little zhuzh up to this basic look. So I grabbed me a camo jacket just, you know, in case I'm cold. And I'm, like, all right, boom, this is what I'm going to wear. So I'm getting dressed. So the night before, I was, like, oh, by the way, where are we meeting and what time? So she told me, like, 11.45, 12-ish. Now, tea is never on time, so I was not tripping. So I'm piddling around the house. Um, and I'm, I do mean piddling. No, I wasn't piddling. I was sitting on the sofa watching TV, like a bump on the log, right? <laughs> and so I'm like, okay, I need to get go shower. So I'm like saying this out loud to my husband. I'm like, all right. But he and I have been looking for rugs and measurements and all of this stuff. So I say, okay, well, let's quickly, me- quickly is the key word here. Measure the morning room floor for this rug so we can see, you know, like, if the rug that I found on Amazon is going to work, right? Boom. So we got the tape measure now. Y'all don't know. My husband is extra. um, Extra in the sense that he is very detailed. He is an engineer by trade, but he is hella meticulous. So nothing is ever cut and dry with him when it comes to things like this. So we are measuring the morning room floor. And I've got Amazon, the rug from Amazon pulled up on my phone, right? And I'm going through the measurements like, okay, well, what about this measurement and this? Matter of fact, now that I'm telling y'all this foolish ass story, I need to go back and ask him, was that bullshit or what size rug are we really going to go with? Anyway, so he's just making this take fucking long, but this is not uncommon for him, right? So all right we measure the floor and we're like boom and then we're going back and forth like okay but you don't want the rug to be too long on this side of the table first of all we we haven't even fucking bought the table yet y'all that's that part so we're going back and forth and then he's like okay well let's measure the rug in the dining room now we literally just got i don't think we've had that rug in our dining room a month yet so we got a new table and rug and chairs we've Almost finished with furnishing the dining room, which was once empty, right? So he picked out the rug. He ordered the rug from the dining room. So he should already know the measurements. But he's like, well, let's measure that one and compare that size um, to the morning room. So we're going back and forth. And it's just... And I was like, look, I'm going to shower. (laughs) It's taking a long time. So we do all of that. I leave. I go... Upstairs in the bathroom, I clean up my eyebrows, shave off my you know, getting myself together, brush my teeth, and then I'm getting in the shower. No big deal. So, I needed to iron my dress. I'm hella OCD about ironing. I'm OCD about a lot of things, but definitely ironing. So, I'm, I'm ironing my dress. I'm, you know, I'm getting ready. I'm doing the things. I'm keeping an eye on a clock. I'm not terrible. Now, I already know I'm not going to leave at my anticipated time, but... I'm I'm good, right? So I'm um, ironing my dress and then it's new, but it's black, so I gotta lint roll the dress and all this stuff. So I'm dressed, I'm good, I've put some makeup on, feeling cute, got my accessories together. My last decision is am I gonna wear these <laughs> Nike Air Max or am I gonna wear these um Psy Nike daybreak sneakers? whatever. So I'm asking his opinion. So I go all the way downstairs and ask his opinion. And he ended up liking the ones that I was feeling the most too. So boom. So he's like, um, so before I leave, I'm like, you know, babe, I'm getting ready to go. And he's like, oh, and he asked me early where we were going. And I was like, I don't know. T said place. I know she took that, the name of a place once, but it's down on our side of town. And I was like, you know, but normally when I do brunch, it's in the city. So I don't even know the place. And <laughs> now that I think about it again, it's so unlike me. Like, normally I'd have the name, I would have googled it, I would have, you know, at least glanced over them and I ain't do none of that shit. Goddamn pandemic. Anyway, so he's like, "Okay, well what time you going to come back?" And I'm like, first of all, I hate when he asked me that. We are women. So I said, "Well, we got to get there. We got to cackle. We got to eat. We got to drink. We got to cackle some more. So we're going to be there until we tired of being there, right?" Y'all know. Black women will occupy a fucking brunch table long after the meal is done. Okay. So boom. So I leave out the house. I message T and say, I'm on my way. Um, <laughs> This is random. Um, How her homecoming was over the weekend and it was virtual. So I was listening to WHUR and they were jamming, playing old school music. I had my music turned up like I was 16 again and blasting that joint. So I was so into it that I missed the turn for her neighborhood, <laughs> which is so stupid. So I pull up to her house, right? Music still blasting. I don't get out of my car. I put my car in park and I put my emergency brake on habit, but I don't turn the car off. And I send her a message saying I'm here. Now I'm just waiting for her to come down and leave out. So um, I see the garage door open and I put my foot like on emergency brake, like, okay, here she comes. She ready. Bitch, she opens the door and there's five people in her garage yelling surprise happy birthday and they playing music and I am befuddled (laughs) confused like what the fuck is going on (laughs) to the point where I'm looking inside of my car like I didn't even immediately jump out of my car (laughs) I am sitting in my car looking at these people who I, I recognize and I know who they are and then I'm like, bitch, get out. So then I open the door and I'm just dying, laughing. Like, what are y'all doing? And why are y'all here? <laughs> so it was all of my favorite people. And I was really, really excited to see them. I was really, really shocked. But at the same time, I was like, what is happening? So I think I put my sunglasses <laughs> and my phone down, like on the trunk of my car. Car's still running. I <laughs> never turned it off um and after I realized what is happening and all of this other stuff I'm just like oh wait let me turn off my car my phone was still in the car on the mount like everything so I put all my shit away and we go in the house and (laughs) oh my god I am a sucker for details I'm the I'm the DIY girl I'm the party girl I'm the girl who does the fucking most the most you hear me so I get in first of all no. Okay, so when I see them, they all have on face masks. And they all have lips on their face masks, which was so cute. So, you know, that's my immediate thing. And they hand me a mask. And my mask says, 40 fucking wonderful. Because I am 41. And it was so cute. And I'm like, oh my God, these are so cute. And I'm looking at their mask and all of that. So we go in the house. <clears throat> and <laughs> they have to give me the lay of the land. So they asked my husband's permission which is really really funny also I totally understood why so we haven't we've been to my in-laws we've been around my in-laws my mom my sister and that's it like we haven't you know been anywhere or anything so he had to sanction this soiree um, obviously there is a global pandemic around going on and, uh, we are serious about that. So it was just five of them and then me. So that was six total. Um, so they had these really cute masks and so I step in the house and they have, they have done All of the things all of the things so immediately when I come up the steps I see like this balloon arch and it's so cute. It's all my colors It's shades of pinks and white and black and those are my brand colors Those are my Mimi said what brand colors. Those are my uh, my Mimi cute lips brand colors The colors of my craft room like those are my colors black white hot pink maybe some silver That's all me all the time. So I was like, oh my God. And then there were some balloons on the wall that said, happy fucking birthday. Y'all, you have no idea. (laughs) Like no idea. I was like, oh my God. (laughs) A mess, a mess, right? So, um, it was... It was everything I would have wanted. It was everything that my soul clearly needed because I have not been able to just sit and cackle with my girlfriends since the pandemic. So it has been months. We went a whole summer without getting to do all of the things that we would normally do. So <laughs> they give me the lay of the land and um, the lay of the land was the food and a cocktail. So first, uh, I think it was Chrissy who filled my glass up. Oh, wait, okay, so glasses, so... They have this sideboard, right? And on the sideboard, there's all the food and there's glasses and you have to pick your glass. Well, all of the glasses, y'all, are all phrases that I use. I mean, like (laughs) phrases that I use all the time. Like when I say they thought of me in every single way, they absolutely did. So then the first conundrum was, well, what glass am I going to pick? So um, one glass said, I'm a dope ass black woman, which I hear every week in the intro. Um, Another one says, fuck this shit, which is how I express my frustrations with anything. I'm a ray of fucking sunshine, which is ultimately the glass that I ended up uh, picking. Classy as fuck. Um, And there were some others, but they were all good. All of them said, fuck, I'm certain. And I was just like, oh my God. So they were super cute, uh, stemless wine glasses. So fill me up with some mimosas. And they had all of the things that I like to eat. Um, so we had bacon because bacon makes everything better. Now T doesn't eat pork. <laughs> so she had turkey bacon, which was fine because they had the Lord's bacon. <laughs> Let him use you. So we had bacon. We had waffles. They even colored the waffles pink, y'all. They matched the decor. They were good too, but they were pink. So we had pink waffles to go with the fried chicken, which came from hip hop chicken, which is a place that I also absolutely love. And um, we had Cinnabons, which is one of my drugs of choice and fresh fruit, which I also love. Like they thought of everything. So um, also they had water bottles that said, um, 40 fucking wonderful. uh, And those labels were really cute. Like the branding was on point. I'm also a sucker for branding. I believe in putting my name on everything. And then they had uh, bags of chips that had uh, a picture of me on. It's actually a picture from my 35th or 30th birthday shoot. And um, nope, I think it was my 30th. And so um, I had on a t-shirt that says, uh, I don't know something about being made in 1979 and um they had my two favorite chips. So, nacho cheese Doritos and then white cheddar popcorn. So, depending on the back you got, that's what was in them. And I was just like... Like, every nuance I noticed because I'm that girl. They had these Mylar balloons. So, Mylar balloons, for those of you who don't know, are not the normal latex birthday balloons. They're the shiny ones. So, they had those and they were shaped in big-ass lip prints. And I was like, oh, my God. And the bar cart was, like, decorated. The utensils, color-coordinated. The cups, like everything so um, I, I was just like on cloud nine for hours so I got there probably a little after 12 like a few minutes after 12 and I don't think we left until like six or seven or something like that it was late it was late it was worth every bit of it like I am so grateful that they did such a thing for me Um, I'm so grateful (laughs) that my husband said yes. Um, and, and that they know me for who I am. Right. So even if the world was opened up, I'd still hang out with these same handful of people for my birthday. Um, and it's just nice just to have some dope ass friends who get me. I I realize I have a lot of idiosyncrasies about me. I absolutely do. But they get it. And while they aren't wired the way that I am, they know what I like. They know clearly all of the fuckery that I spew out of my mouth. <laughs> they know what I love to eat cuz I'm always talking about food. Um and they know my love and attention for detail. And they made sure that they gave me all the things I love. So beyond just the easy stuff you could buy. But even in the planning and the... I love a fucking surprise. I love a surprise. Um, I very rarely get surprises though. Um, so I had one some years ago for my first birthday party. Um, and my... Was that 35... It had to be 35 because Nori was, my daughter was there and she was <laughs> born at 32. So for my 35th birthday, I had, uh, they gave me a big surprise birthday party because I had always complained that I never had a birthday party. Um, And so that was like my first surprise. And so 41 was my second and they were both incredibly done. So my friends aren't party planners, which is really funny because they all have kids. So you would think, okay, well y'all do birthday parties and all of that. no. <laughs> They went above and beyond. They called in the Calvary when they needed it. And so um so my bestie T um has a sister who I absolutely adore. Uh, happy birthday, DaKia! Daikia's birthday is today. And she is like my favorite little sister, even though she towers over me like a tree. But she and I are so much alike. And so while she doesn't live here, she lives in the A. Um, She was on FaceTime when I arrived at her sister's house. And she had helped them plan and work the theme and everything. And I was like, see, y'all knew who to call. Y'all called in for backup. Um, So... (laughs) <laughs> it's funny because as they were telling me some of the stuff on the back end, like of how they were pulling this off, uh, they would be like thinking and be like, so what would Mimi do? Like, what would Mimi do? Because normally I'm the person they would call <laughs> if they were planning a party. But when you're planning it for me, you can't call. Um, so all of those little nuances are just not lost on me because, um, they get it. They get it. Do you know how hard it is to find people who get it? This is why we have girlfriends, because men can come and go, but your girlfriends get you in a different kind of way generally than your man does, or even your mom or your siblings or whatever. At least that's my story. Um, So it was incredible. I'm going to post some pictures on uh, uh, Mimi Cute Lips Instagram, so you can go and look and see, and I'm going to actually push out a blog post by midnight tonight (laughs) uh, on MimiCuteLips.com kind of sharing the story and all of that in some pictures. So thank you, thank you, thank you to Chrissy, to T to Christine, to Sharon, to Shanice, to my husband, to Daikia on the phone. And shout out to DJ CJ. Um he's our barber. <laughs> he helped with the playlist. He has some say so. Um even though when I mentioned it to him he acted like he didn't know what I was talking about. So um, definitely thanks to all of them. For one, setting out their time, their money, and their efforts. I definitely appreciated it. So, okay. So the other part to my birthday was, so Sheena, Sheena is a girl I met through the blogging world. And for her birthday, which is in a few days, she always likes to do some sort of giving back, right? And so this year she decided she wanted to get people in on her normal give back. And so, She found people who would be interested in participating, and I was one of those. And so I picked my day for the 18th, for my actual birthday. So for my birthday, I was like, okay, well, on a day where so much is given to me, I want that to be the day where I give back to somebody else. And so so the thing was called Sheena's Birthday Good Deed. And um, she gave us some parameters. So what she does is she'll PayPal us $5. And it's up to us to use that $5 for the good deed or add more money to it if we want. And um, so that was the first requirement. You could take a picture if you could. And um, the focus this year was on black women and girls for all good deeds. And then once you do, you know, you share it with her. So I did my good deed on yesterday. So um, my plan was to go to Target and to find a little black girl and give her $20. So I had $20 in cash, right? So, <laughs> so I set out on this um, adventure, right? I, I still have on my mask from the my surprise brunch. By the way, the the theme for my birthday party, my birthday brunch was potty mouth. So I still have on this... 40 fucking wonderful masks on my face while I'm in Target yesterday, heading out to do this good deed. So I take my son with me um, against his will (laughs) and I like tell him the plan. And my son is like, if he could have blended into a wall, he would have. So I'm telling him, and so I'm like, all right, let's go in Target, and let's go to the toy section, right? Because that should be the easier part. No, was not the easy part. Anyway, so we walk around Target. I'm going up and down the aisles of the toy section. Y'all, it's hardly any kids in the store. Now, I know it's Sunday, and I know there's a pandemic, but where are the people? So didn't see anybody. So I'm like, okay, well, damn it, let me just get the things that I also came in the store to get. So I go to the health and beauty aid and i'm looking up and down the aisles the whole way I do see this one older black lady because she had all gray hair And I said, okay, well if I don't see any kids then maybe i'll make it her So we're going to the hba which is health and beauty aid section and we're in hba and i'm getting I don't know I have got lotion and face scrub and like some cleaner for the house and so My son is like, oh, mom, there's a little girl, but I look up and I don't see anybody. He's like, oh, she's on the other side of her mom. So I'm like, okay. So I'm like digging through my purse. (laughs) Like, okay, what did I do with the $20 bill? This is going to be the one. And clearly I don't have options, right? So they are in the little girl section in the clothing section. So I go up to them and my son is like, mama, just lean. I'm going to just hang out back here. Okay, fine. So I walk up to these people, y'all. It's a black woman. And then as I was about to walk up to her, her husband walks up. So he must have been in another section and now he's back with them, right? So he's standing there. (laughs) She's standing there and the little girl, the little girl's like maybe five, maybe six years old. So I walk up to them (laughs) with this this inappropriate face mask and I say, hello. No, I said, hi, I'm Mimi. I don't want to make this weird, but I feel like it's going to be weird no matter what. So immediately, you know, they don't have to look like, oh, my God, what the fuck is she about to sell us? But they, you know, they were like, okay. So I said, today's my birthday. And they immediately are like, oh, happy birthday. Now, it's somebody else like off to the side who's watching this exchange, but having nothing to do with the couple and the little girl that I'm talking to. So, you know, they're like, oh, my God, happy birthday and all of this other stuff. And so the husband is like, you don't look a day over 21 uh, or 20 or something like that. And I was like, well, I'm 41. So thanks. And, you know, they were just like, oh, yay. Like they were so into it, like it it was perfect I tell you so I tell them so I'm like you know and on celebration of my birthday I wanted to do a good deed and I wanted to give it to a little black girl I wanted to give her this $20 if it's okay with you I would like to give it to your daughter y'all as I'm talking even now like I felt like a lump in my throat a little bit like I was getting emotional I'm a thug I don't even cry a whole lot <laughs> but like I didn't expect to feel away about it. So I'm like trying to keep it together. Also, I'm like taken aback by my own emotions. Like, how, how did I get here? <laughs> like, why Why is this emotional? Why is this triggering for me? So I'm like, you know, I have this $20. If it's okay with you, I would love to give it to her. Um, you know, with your permission, she can spend it on whatever she wants. You know, I'm thinking, you know, like maybe she wants a toy or some snacks or some shit my kids will want. So um, so they're like, oh my God, that's so nice. Are you sure? And I'm like, yeah. And they said, yeah. So I handed it to her and I said, here you go. Y'all, I wish I could have taken a picture of her face. That would have been hella creepy. But her eyes lit up so big. She was so excited. And I was like, oh my God, I had to back away so I didn't cry. Like my heart was so full. And I knew about this, right, for weeks now. Sheena had told me about it and I had already kind of loosely had this plan in my mind But I never once thought how I would feel in the moment and oh my gosh I had all of the feels so I handed to her and I was like enjoy And you know as i'm like walking away and they're like enjoy the rest of your birthday That is so gracious of you and i'm like, oh my god (laughs) like it felt so amazing that i'm going to do it again at christmas it'll be more than 20 dollars cuz christmas um and i'm definitely going to make it a tradition that i do every year for my birthday like i was just like man like y'all i walked out of that store like a fucking peacock my chest was stuck out and i felt like i was floating on clouds floating um I've, I've definitely given money to homeless people and stuff like that. You know, they normally come up to you and ask. But to come up to someone and have like, you know, a conversation with them, be it a small conversation, but a small conversation with them Um I don't know, it just it just hit real different. Like, and I don't know these people financial status. Hell, they could be fucking rich or they could be barely making it. I don't know. And none of that mattered to me, but they were just so gracious and so appreciative of the gesture to their daughter. Like not to them, but to this little girl. And I was just like, oh my God. Like, you know, it's one of those things. Like when something like that happens to you, when you get home or, you know, the next person you talk to on the phone, you're like, girl, guess what happened to me? I was in Target today with the family, you know, and you're telling them this story. But the one thing I I won't forget is just the look in the little girl's eyes, like her sheer excitement. And I hope she doesn't forget how that made her feel. I was, y'all, I was full. I was beyond full. So if I had not already been emotionally bankrupt from the surprise brunch with my girls on Saturday, I do this deed on Sunday. Well, before the deed... Was this before the D? Before the D, yes. So so Sunday I'm sitting around on the same sofa, like another bump on a log. I ain't got nowhere to be <laughs> nothing to do. So I'm watching TV and responding to messages and um, you know, phone calls and all that other stuff. And so around noon, I'm like, damn it, I'm hungry. So I make me some breakfast. And so apparently my family was waiting on me. And now I told him about this good deed and I was going to run out to Target. So my husband's like, well, me, what time are you going? I don't know. I, I don't have nowhere to be. I still got on pajamas. I'm chilling, right? So apparently he uh is texting our son, who's also in the house with us. And I guess <laughs> he needed to move their plan along. So so my teenager comes upstairs and he says, Mom, uh, what did he say? Can I take him to Target? Okay, he come to Target with me when he when I go because... He wants to buy some sort of Xbox something or another, a skin or some some shit for Fortnite, right? And I said, Okay, fine. Um, I gotta go. I'm gonna do this good deed anyway. I'm gonna do it in a little bit. So he's like, okay, fine, cool. So then he says, But I have to buy it within Fortnite before four o'clock. Uh, okay. So I said, fine. So shortly after that, I'm like, all right, well, I need a shower. I'm gonna go upstairs and shower and then um after that we'll go to target so you go wash your face brush your teeth and put some clothes on so he does he goes and does all of that and i get in the shower i got my clothes right so um shout out to super mom culture one of my clients she sent me one of her new tie-dye sweatsuits oh it felt so good so i'm like oh let me put this on It says super mom on it's really really cute and comfortable and you know it's still a little bit chilly so here I am again with my husband as he comes upstairs to check on me, I now know. And I'm like, all right, babe, what shoes should I wear? So the sweatsuit is tie-dye, but I don't have sneakers in that particular color. So I'm auditioning two pair of sneakers for the job and deciding on which one I wanted. So I'm like, okay, I settle out on some Jordans to go with it and I'm ready to go. No, I'm not ready to go. I'm almost ready. So I've got on a tank top and sweatpants. I've now decided on the shoes. And um, <laughs> shout out to Play Pits. So I switched to Play Pits, which is a black woman-owned. I shared that in a business um, podcast episode. They are a black woman-owned natural deodorant company. Now I've been using Play Pits for years, in a sense, for my daughter. I buy it for her, but this was the first time I was using it for me, right? So the instructions say to swipe on the deodorant and like rub it in with like your two fingers. So here I am if you can get this visual of me standing in the bathroom mirror with my sweatpants on and my tank top and one arm raised and my other arm <laughs> my two fingers from my other hand rubbing in this deal. <laughs> so while I'm doing that my husband says, "Me, I think Nasir's calling you." And I'm like, "Okay, I'm almost done." So then he says, me, I think Nasir is calling you. I think it's his heart. Now, I have mentioned to y'all the heart stuff my son has going on. So I'm like, well, babe, you go downstairs. And I'm like rushing. I'm like, you go, 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 go check on him. I'm coming. And so I immediately like swipe my hands clean. And I'm like running out behind him down the hallway and then down the steps because my son was on the lower level. So I get down to the steps and I can see... My son is like crouched down on the floor. So, you know, my heart is just at my feet at this point. And I'm like, Nasir. And as he jumps up, the three of them are like, surprise. What the fuck? (laughs) Did not see that coming. Also, y'all almost gave me a fucking heart attack. So. Oh, so it was a good surprise. And see he was like, no, seriously, mom, I'm okay. I was like, are you sure? And he's like, yes, because his heart monitor is tripping. So it's not even working. So I'm like thinking his chest is hurting. You know, his heart is bothering him. He can't even send an echocardiogram reading. Like my mind is all over the place. So as I finish coming all the way down the steps, our newly furnished dining room, they have decorated. The table now has the pink tablecloth on it. And it has a setting for four to include pink flatware and they've got decorations hung up on the wall and there's a banner that says happy birthday and there's a gift bag and cards and um some red velvet cupcakes that they bought with one candle in it right so my husband lights the candle and they're singing happy birthday and they have this like random choreography taking place while they're singing and I'm dying laughing at them and um So after that, (laughs) I make a wish and blow out the candles. And then I open the cards and the gifts, um, which were all very, very good, by the way. And so later on, um, he ordered my favorite dinner, which is Famous Dave's. Um, So we ended up having our very first meal in our dining room, because I told you it had been empty before, but now it's fully furnished. And so um, we grubbed on Famous Dave's for dinner And it was really good. So let me tell y'all a thing about my husband, um, whose birthday is coming next week. His birthday is next Tuesday. Um, My husband is not the type that likes to make a big to-do, honestly, about much of anything. So I am the -the over-the-top person. I told y'all that. So when it comes to birthdays, I always do it big. When it comes to occasions, I always do it big. That's just what I'm used to. And that's what I like. I like to celebrate the people that I love. And so... It took me some time to come to terms with him not wanting to do much. So I don't push in that way. I still make him do something, but I don't push. Um, is that like contradictory Probably, Whatever. So um, so for his birthday, he'll be like, oh, I just want to chill for Father's Day. He'll be like, oh, I want to work on the car. On the car? You want to work on the car? And so one year he was like, well, me, if it's my day, shouldn't I be able to spend it how I want? And I was like, Touche. Touche, you right, you right, you're right. So, um, so I've learned that. So because I know that's who he is, he is not innately um someone who does big over the top celebrations for others either. Um, and so I told him, remember I said, to make it special. And he definitely did. And I not only did I enjoy the surprise from him and the kids, but I know it's outside of his box, which makes it even more special. Um, same with the girls, like that's not who they are, but they did those things for me because they know that's my love language those those are the things that I love and and make me feel love. So, um while, I didn't <laughs> did not need to be tricked downstairs in that particular way. Um, I was appreciative for him showing up for me in a way that I like for my birthday. So it was really, really cute. We had a good day um. 40 fucking wonderful was 40 fucking wonderful. So I know that was a hella long Mimi update, but it was a special fucking occasion. Okay, so let's get into some pop culture update. There is quite a few things going on. Not too much though. So let's talk about it. So haha, I saw this story on the news and I thought it was fucking hilarious so google is helping us out with the songs that we don't know right so if you're like me and like the rest of the world you may know a chord of the song you may only know like the beat or the rhythm to the song but you don't actually know the words right so google is giving us a feature where you can hum into your google search so all right sometimes I'm like oh you know that song they say this 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 and I could be right I could be wrong but that's all I know right well if you know just the melody you can hum it now so if you hit the microphone button on google you know like if you use the okay google assist or just your regular google if you hit the microphone and hum it google can now search it for you they out here changing lives I was like, oh, that's a dope ass feature, right? Okay, next. Speaking of dope ass features, Netflix is currently testing out a feature to turn off the Are You Still Watching message. Do y'all hate that shit? It seems hella judgmental when you're binge watching or when you have put on something on the TV (laughs) via Netflix while you scroll your phone and all of a sudden it pops up Are You Still Watching? and you have to click OK for it to resume. So rude. So. As exciting as that is, we got to wait for it. So the feature is in test mode. And when um, those who are privy to such testing uh, experience it, now you'll get a box that asks if you're still watching or if you want to play without asking again. So there is no expected release on that, but hopefully that means it will soon come to the rest of us. Alright, so while I was watching, I don't know, no, I wasn't watching. I was scrolling a gram and I follow Kelly Williams, um, who was Laura Winslow from Family Matter. She and I follow each other on the gram and she shared that she's got a new Christmas movie coming out and it's called Christmas in Carolina And uh, it is about a girl who is career. She's a career driven investment banker. And she has given up on love until she meets Wesley, who invites her to his hometown in South Carolina. And while there, she falls in love and finds the spirit of Christmas again. You know, that's basically the plot for every fucking Christmas movie. Nevertheless, I will be watching and I will report back. Um, It comes out on November 1st. I don't remember what channel or network or whatever. So I'll have to check that, but I will definitely tune in to watch. Fun fact about this particular movie, she and Eddie Winslow, real name Darius McCrary, are in this movie together so this is their like first working reunion since doing family matters when they were children now they grown-ass adults with spouses and children of their own so i think that's really dope and uh, i'm gonna watch it i have become quite the sucker for corny christmas movies because let's face it all christmas movies are corny as fuck but i think it kind of happened last year i don't know welcome to 40 bitches (laughs) this is what it's like (laughs) My best friend T has always been a sucker for a corny Christmas movie, and I don't indulge quite like she does. However, I have just hopped along for a few stops on this here ride because I have really come to like Christmas movies. And within the last two years, they have really turned up the Christmas movie game. In a sense that they're giving us new Christmas movies. So you can watch the classics. Me and the kids watch Home Alone and stuff like that. But now we have some new ones. So the Christmas Chronicles, I think I mentioned y'all that one last week, was one that came out last year, I think it was. And it was so good. So now that's one I've like added into the Christmas rotation. And I told you they're coming out with a two. So there's that part. All right, moving on. The Last OG, do y'all watch The Last OG? I feel like a lot of people don't watch it, but me and my husband definitely did. Babe and I have seen every episode. So if you are not familiar, The Last OG starred Tiffany Haddish and Tracy Morgan. So um, the premise of the show is, um, last OG, for you squares, OG stands for Original gangster. Um, It's a show about an ex-con played by Tracy Morgan who pays a new path after being released from a 15-year prison stint. And Tiffany Haddish' character was his girlfriend that he was in love with before he went to prison. So he come out of prison thinking he gonna get that old thing back. And that's kind of where the story starts. So they were just renewed for season four. Um, so it stars Tracy Morgan, another black dude who I... I don't remember his name. He is in a lot of black movies though. And you would recognize his face if you saw it. Some white man who I don't know. And yeah. Oh, uh, Cedric the Entertainer is also in it. He is like um, in charge of the halfway house or whatever that Tracy Morgan's character lives in. But um, other than that, I don't really know the other characters. Um it's a good show it's a funny show it's not hella serious or anything like that but it's a solid show well even though it was renewed for season four uh, Tiffany Haddish isn't coming back according to Hollywood Reporter Uh, we know she is booked and busy and blessed and not stressed and all that other stuff right now but I don't know if she just is ready to move on from that role or what have you but she had not renewed her contract for season four I guess she still has time. I don't really know how that works out. But um, I don't think the show can go on without her. Not because she's Tiffany Haddish, but just the the whole makeup and the premise of the show, her and Tracy are like the two star characters. And so, mm, I don't know, y'all. It's like changing out dark-skinned Aunt Viv for light-skinned Aunt Viv. Now, she was not as prominent of a character, so to speak. But um, it worked. It was different, but uh, I don't know. So I'm curious to see how this is going to play out. But I don't see the show working the same with them just replacing her. I feel like you'd have to kill off that character or something, which is probably hella dramatic. And I don't even know how you would fit that in a story. So anyway, that's it. That's all for our pop culture update. Well, 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 let's get into what Mimi is watching. Um, I feel like I watched a decent amount of things in the last week or so. So um, I watched a new movie with Babe. So we watched the movie Black Box. Have y'all watched that? It is on Amazon Prime. And it's not my kind of movie, y'all. I enjoyed it, but um, I'm a scaredy cat. And it's not scary, but there's a hint of suspense and it's a little freaky a little bit. And so I, I didn't know if I could stay the course. I did stay the course. And like I said, it was a good movie. So the story is based on a character who loses his wife and his memory in a car accident. He becomes a single father and undergoes like this agonizing experimental treatment that causes him to question who he really is. It's a roller coaster ride. Let me just say that. <laughs> I'm not going to tell you anything else because I feel like that would give it away. It is a roller coaster ride. Um it stars Felicia Rashad, which you already know who she is. And I think his name is Mamadou, I don't know how to say his last name so I'm not going to try. But I talked about him. He was the star of the Netflix movie Uncorked. If you watched it, it was a movie about Um, a guy who wanted to become a sommelier and his parents like did not believe in him at all and was like what kind of job is this um so that was a really good movie on Netflix I'm sure we talked about it probably in season one of the podcast um and then it also stars another gentleman named Tosin and I don't know how to pronounce his last name either so I'm not going to butcher it but He is a familiar face. So I had to look him up because I was like, I know I've seen him in something, but I couldn't figure it out. If you watch Mara Brock Keel's show, Love Is, he was one of the like really good friends to the main character. So Love Is was about a couple, a guy and a girl, and he was a homeboy to the guy in the show. Um, he may have been in something else. Although when I looked him up on IMDb, I didn't see anything else that rang a bell to me. But I know I saw him in something else and it's gonna randomly come to me, but it has not. But it's a good movie. Like I said, if you have Amazon Prime, then you have, you know, Amazon Video or whatever it's called. Um, but a good movie, a worthy watch. Not exactly kid friendly. Oh, by the by, there's a little girl who stars in this movie. Her name is Amanda Christine. And she is quite the precocious little girl. She's funny as shit. She's so funny. She really helped make the movie for me. All right, so I watched Uncensored, which I had two on the DVR. The first one was Jennifer Lewis. Jennifer Lewis is... I feel like she don't need no introduction. You should fucking know who Jennifer Lewis is. She's the the black mother oh the mother of Black Hollywood. I think that's the name of her book. Um, which I've also read. She is everybody's mama. She was Anime's mama and what's love gotta do with it. She's Ruby on which is the grandmother in Blackish. She was um what's his name? She was the mom in Think Like a Man to Terrence J's character. She has been everybody's mama in every fucking black movie in Hollywood. Um, So she shared her story on Uncensored, which I knew because I listened to her book via audio. So I love an audio book, especially when the uh, person actually does their own audio. And Jennifer Lewis did her own. She read her own book on the audio version. And If you love a good storyteller, she like me, she she cussed the whole way. But I fucking love her. So, um, her, I didn't know a whole lot about her until I listened to her book. Her story is incredible. She done fucked everybody in Hollywood, y'all. Some of your old black favorites and like, she is unapologetic about it and she spills all that shit in her book. Um, so I also met her when she came to town. She was at Duke Ellington doing, um, her book tour and y'all she made my life so she called me out in the middle of her show y'all know she vulgar as fuck right she ain't got no filter she's whatever comes up comes out (laughs) which is why she is a woman after my own heart so i was sitting on the front row in the dead middle right i was doing media work and so i was recording and so (laughs) in true jennifer lewis fashion she says little girl you just gonna record me the whole time And I said, yeah, and she like leaned in a little closer and she was like record this shit And she said something real slick out of her mouth about Donald Trump. It's on my YouTube channel I don't even remember what she said (laughs) It's been a little bit of time like maybe a couple years that shit was funny as fuck and she was like I'm just playing with you like she is she is just everything to me. So she is bipolar and she talks about it very, very openly, which I love. It definitely helps. You know, like to break the stigma on mental health and mental illness and stuff like that. Um, and she tells you how she copes and how she learned how to cope and the um, how she ended up being a sex addict at some point in her life and how she had to get that under control. So she touches on, a, on some of those things um, in the Uncensored episode. But if you definitely want all of the tea, read her book. It's in there. She is funny as fuck. Um, and then I watched Omari Hardrick's um, Uncensored. And that was actually the season finale for Uncensored. I've I've watched every episode. I told y'all I like to know people's story. I did not know anything about Omari Hardwick. Like I other than he's a cutie pie. So I met him at, I don't know, some event I was doing media for. And he and I took a picture. Y'all, I had on four inch heels easy. He was only a little bit taller than me. Now I'm only 5'5". Five five. I'm not very tall. I'm long as hell and skinny as fuck, but I'm not very tall. He was only a little bit taller than me, taller than me and those four inch heels. He's still fine as frogs' hair. It's okay. Um, so I didn't know his story. So I was really um into just listening to where he grew up. I knew he had a brother. He got well, he got two brothers and a sister, but his one brother is fine as fuck. He got the gene, y'all. He got the gene. Anyway. Um, so it it was a good episode, especially um, if you are a fan of him as an actor, um, it was it was nice to see him kinda in a different light and to share his story. It includes Denzel Washington and some others. But um honestly, it it included a lot of people that I, I wouldn't have naturally connected him to. But it was good. So we'll have to hold out for another season. Also, you know what I meant to tell y'all? I forgot because I probably didn't note it. Um Oh, you know what? Maybe I told you last week. I don't know. Did I tell y'all Grey's Anatomy was coming back? I don't remember. I can't remember. I cannot remember. But in case I had not Grey's, fucking Anatomy is coming back. And Sis is excited because that is my fucking show. Um. Anyway, all right. So what else? Did I... Oh, I watched the new show. Okay, so there's a new show out on Netflix. It came out on the 15th of October called Social Distance. And... This show was filmed during the pandemic. So it's a show kind of real time. It was filmed during the pandemic and it's scripted, but the entire thing was filmed, edited, produced and everything remotely, right? So it's a narrative anthology series that features both the dark and the funny takes on how people strive to stay connected while staying apart during this pandemic. So it's only eight episodes and each episode is like 22 minutes. I don't know what this says about me and my life, but I watched all eight episodes in one day. So um, each episode is a singular episode, uh, which is why it can work during the pandemic. Um, They're featuring this episode at home where they live. Let me tell you. Um, (laughs) Okay, wait, before I tell you this. So let me just say this. So. Um, Danielle Brooks, who was in Orange is the New, Bla- New Black Mm-mm. Orange is the New Black, is in it. Um, Danielle Brooks was also on Broadway in Color Purple. And she's come to do some other things since Orange is the New Black, but I think that was like the most notable show she was in where we really got to know her. And Oscar Nunez is in an episode. He's from The Office, if you watch that. Mike Coulter, who is Luke Cage. Um, Asante Black, who was in He is the boyfriend. To Sterling K. Brown's TV daughter on This Is Us. So their older daughter that they adopted um, has a boyfriend. Asante Black plays that character. And he was also one of the boys who played in When They See Us. So that was um, about the Central Park Boys. So it was good. Um, The show is done by the creators of Orange is the New Black. And of the episodes, two of the episodes are funny as fuck to me. Um... <laughs> this is going to sound terrible, but just just stick with me. So episode 2 is called A Celebration of the Human Life Cycle, and it is essentially a virtual funeral. It is about how people are having to bury and grieve their loved ones during the pandemic. Now, based on that title alone, you would not imagine it to be funny. That shit is fucking funny. It's real, but it is so damn funny. So that's episode 2, and then episode Four is called Zero Feet Away and it's just about too much togetherness. That shit is fucking funny. It's a couple who just got too much togetherness. And when I say I laugh start to finish, let me tell you. I told you I watched all eight episodes, but episode two and four were by far the hilarious. Like I would literally watch those two episodes over again. Um, I do like that they touched on on the the highs and the lows of the pandemic because it's real life and these are definitely things that people are experiencing, you may be experiencing it yourself or you know people who are. So they touch on um, like having an addiction during the pandemic, uh, quarantining alone. I already told you the loss of a loved one with the funeral episode, the togetherness episode about a couple. Um, they touch on the marching and like, you know, using your voice and it was very well done. I enjoyed it. I don't know that they would have um, a season two, but um. If they do, I'm definitely here for it. There's definitely more time and the pandemic is still going on so they could crank out a whole nother ass eight episodes with no problem. So that is it for what Mimi is watching. Okay, so I already told you that the podcast officially turned one years old. So I just wanted to share just a couple of things that I've learned um, on this podcast journey in a year's time. So when I started, I like to run my mouth. I've always liked to run my mouth. My mouth frequently gets me in trouble because I say what, oh, what I think, (laughs) what I think comes up and comes out largely unfiltered at times. Um, And so I was like, oh, I love podcasts. Podcasting would be perfect for me. And so I kind of went there. I did a photo shoot and I just was like, okay, well, of these pictures, I did a shoot last year from 440 and I said, I'll pick a picture from this shoot to be like my podcast image cover, right? So I had that part covered and that was kind of easy. I had a very, very short list of names, um, like short list, like maybe two. Um, and I think Mimi said what just kept sticking out to me and it felt right. And I asked a couple of people and they liked it as well. So I kind of didn't even explore another name in any kind of detail. And I don't even remember what my second option was, but, um, a year later, I still feel like Mimi said what is just perfectly fitting for me because I say some crazy shit and you might be like, Mimi said what? Like, (laughs) She she actually said that? Yes, yes she did. She said it. um And so I went from there, right? I didn't give a lot of thought to what a podcast episode would look like. It, I didn't have like a flow of show or anything. I was just winging it, which is also <laughs> the story of my life, right? So um because of that, I had some growing pains, which is fine. It's definitely better to get started if I allowed analysis paralysis to paralyze me Um, we would not be here at all, right? I'd still be overthinking and trying to perfect it. And sometimes it's best to just get out the gate. And you know why? Because experience is a fucking good teacher. So in my time, here are a few things that I've learned was you need an episode structure. You need a flow. And what, what happened is, as I would do an episode, I kind of started to fall into a rhythm, one that I hadn't necessarily noted, but one that felt right, right? So I started giving you a Mimi update at the top of the episode, and then I would give you um, a pop culture update because I fucking love pop culture, and then I'd talk about what Mimi is watching. Now, in the beginning, I didn't have names for these particular segments of the podcast, but these were some things that I would do because those are the things that I like, so, um, so I was I begin to give them a name, right? So now you know what to expect from every episode. You know, you're just gonna start out with the intro, and then you're gonna get an update on me, which is always fresh to whatever is or is not taking place in my life. And then, like I said, you'll get a pop culture update, and then you will have a segment on what Mimi is watching, and then. I added in like a kind of meat and potatoes main topic for the podcast episode, which I didn't have nailed down in the beginning. Like I had some ideas, but I wasn't consistent. But I also knew that I didn't just want to do a podcast simply on the strength of just pop culture and entertainment. Although I probably could. And that would probably be just fine if I did such a thing. But uh, alas, (laughs) I decided to build on that, right? So now I have a flow of show and episode, well, segment topics, right? So that helps it flow better. And then I started out using just a little cheapy microphone, which was not terrible. It was like a lapel mic I got off Amazon for a few bucks. What I was not gonna do was to jump out there and go buy expensive equipment, not knowing if I was gonna like podcasting, one, or two, if I would stick with it. So I don't recommend that you go out there and just buy the Cadillacs of equipment when you haven't even proven your commitment to podcasting. Um, So that was that. So then maybe since the pandemic, a few months ago, I invested in a good microphone. So I have this blue microphone. It looked like a little snowball. Um, And the company is very, very popular and prominent in not even just podcasting, just for recording and for microphones and stuff like that. So I did some research and I knew um, other people who did podcasts and I kind of just look over and see what kind of microphones they were using. Now, um, Blue has several iterations of microphones that you could pick from. So this one I don't know. Maybe this microphone was a hundred dollars. Maybe a little over a hundred dollars. Nothing crazy though. And like I said, I waited until I had proved to myself that I was going to be consistent and that this was something that I wanted to pursue before I invested. Right. So I did that. Um, and hopefully, you can tell the difference in the microphone quality. <laughs> so silly, I know. Um, so I did that, and then I kind of had a podcast, y'all, and I would tell people by word of mouth, but I didn't really post it on social which is definitely counterproductive, <laughs> but I didn't. I think I post, I posted initially when I launched the podcast and then that was it. I didn't really post about the podcast on social, even though I was cranking out episodes, which is again, counterproductive. Um, So I started posting and then I struggled with consistency, right? So I was like, oh, I wanna push out an episode weekly. And then I batch some episodes so I had them ready to roll out and then I kind of fell off and then the pandemic happened and then I really fell off because I used to record podcast episodes while I was home by myself I never had to worry about sounds and stuff like that now y'all everybody's home I could be trying to record a podcast and my husband is opening the garage and you can hear that Or someone is in and out the door and you can hear the alarm like door open, you know, and stuff like that. So it was really hard. And even sometimes there are challenges now, again, with everybody being home. So if you happen to hear the garage door opening or the alarm or some shit in the episode, just know it's real life over here. It's real life. But I can't allow those things to be a stumbling block to me because if I let every setback cause me to stop, then I'm not going to get anywhere. So I had to also uh, have a come to Jesus moment with myself and say, look, if this is something you want to do, you need to figure out a way to make it work. And so I decided that I do want to do it. It's something I absolutely love doing and I'm going to find a way to make it work. So I'm currently talking to you from the inside of my closet um, and my bedroom (laughs) with the hopes that. The sound quality is good and you don't hear a whole bunch of comings and goings in my home because, well, these people live here too. So there is that part. Um, In the beginning, I also tried to have my own social media channel for the podcast and that just was unrealistic for me. I already have one social media account for myself and I manage social media accounts for my clients. I can't take on some other shit, although my daughter is one I have taken on, Um, but I don't post daily for her. So I realized that it was best for me to roll Mimi said what podcast um, account on Instagram to just under my regular Mimi Cute Lips social media umbrella. One, it fits, right? Because Mimi Cute Lips is, is all about lifestyle and media. And so a podcast is a form of media. So I don't even know why I felt like I needed a separate one Um, I was doing too much, but also there are other people who do have separate ones, and maybe that works for them. That shit did not work for me, so you definitely have to learn what works for you may not be what works for somebody else, and that's okay. Comparison is a thief of joy, so don't do it. Do you? Um. So I think those are probably my biggest growing pains I've had in the first year. I definitely appreciate you guys for tuning in. Um. I don't, I'm gonna keep it real. I don't have like a huge audience and that's okay. I have a consistent audience. And so when you start out in anything, right? You could be a comedian. When you start in comedy, you probably just talking to your goddamn dog or the people in your home if they're willing to listen to you, right? And they critique the hell out of you. So you finally leave out and you're like, oh, I'm gonna take my comedy to a stage and you might go somewhere and you might have two people in a room. Well, you still have to give those two people all you fucking got. You got to treat it like those two people are 200 people or 2,000 people or whatever. You can't be mediocre because you don't have this massive following. You have to, one, create content that makes people want to come back. And then you have to give them something when they do come. So you got to give it your all every single episode and maybe someday I'll make it to 2,000 and that's awesome but if not even if I just have 20 well y'all about to get all I got with my 20 and if that 20 turns into 30 amazing but they still gonna get the same goodness I have been giving to 20 people you know and so on and so on as you continue to grow so um my last tip is that don't compare yourself to someone who has been doing it you can't start out comparing yourself to somebody who's been doing this for years. They've already worked out the kinks. They've already figured out what works, right? They have established themselves. You just got to do you. So that's it. That's all. I appreciate you guys for listening. I appreciate you for sharing the podcast and for rocking with me i genuinely hope you enjoy yourself i love when people leave me comments and they're like girl i was listening to your podcast and i was talking back i told you it's girlfriend chatter and when the girls are talking you talk back all right cuties thanks for tuning in to another episode of mimi said what if you like it love it and you definitely want some more of it please rate the podcast subscribe to the podcast and then leave a rating and review. Tell me what you like, tell me what you want more of, tell me what made you laugh, what made your day, whatever that is, I want to read about it. So you can follow me at Mimi Cute Lips everywhere on social. And as you continue the conversation, don't forget to use hashtag Mimi Said What. Make sure you are registered to vote. A lot of states have begun early voting do vote early if that's your judge mail in your ballot check your deadlines and shake up the world until next time cuties